0: Heartbone. Welcome to this episode of Brown Girl Guilt titled Y'all Are Pissing Me Off. Y'all are pissing me off. Not you guys, but people in my life have been pissing me off. And I thought, what way, what better way to channel that energy than to record a podcast episode about how people are pissing me off. I can't really tell some of the people that are pissing me off to their face that they're pissing me off, but I can sort of put it into a podcast episode and let the entire world hear it instead, right? So this season of Brown Girl Guild, we're talking about teenage fever. And I've been saying that a lot. If you've been listening to all the episodes of this season, you've heard me talk about that a lot. I'm going to talk about it one more time here again, just to anchor it in for us. We're talking about teenage fever because we're going all the way back to what it was like to be a teenager and to experience all that newness of being a teenager, you know, whether it's feeling awkward in your body, confused about your identity, not really knowing, you know, what relationships in your life are going to stick and which ones are not. That not knowingness that you experience as a teenager is not something that only is unique to being a teenager. I mean, yes, it's, it's, Probably the first time that we we experienced it consciously as teenagers, but this not knowingness that you experience as a teenager is not something that only happens when you're at that age. It can be something that you experience at my age, at 25. It could be something that you experience at 45, 65. It can really happen at any time in your life. And people pissing you off is not something that you only experience as a teenager. You might experience people like your parents, your siblings, your friends your extended family, you know, people you work with, you might experience them pissing you off uh, at any time in your life. And so this week something radical happened. I actually asked for my family for some space. I had to ask specifically my parents for some space. And it was wild. It felt really foreign. It felt really alien because I don't know, just as a brown girl, it was just such an aha moment for me to like actively vocally ask for space. Basically what happened was my parents did something that kind of upset me um, and uh, you know instead of addressing it like no like instead of like addressing it, I don't know about you guys but my parents don't say sorry they kind of just like come around hug me a little bit make me a meal maybe I don't know let me watch tv that night instead of them watching their drama they don't actually say sorry and so they sort of just like fold back into the way things were in, like before anything happened. Um, and so that's sort of what was happening. Like my parents did something that upset me. It's not like the end of the world, but they did something that kind of upset me. And instead of apologizing for it or communicating with me about it, they were doing that like whole butch, butch thing, right? Like I hate this whole butch, butch. Do you guys know what I mean when I'm saying butch, butch? It's like, they're just like lurking, you know? And, um, I got really bugged by it. I got annoyed even more. And I was like, y'all are pissing me off and I need some space. And it's like, I mean, I'm really, I'm really grateful that I have that kind of relationship with them where I can say to them, like, hey, I just need some space. Um, and that, you know, I can, I can openly tell them to, that they're that they're upsetting me or that they're bugging me. Uh, but it felt still like so radical to do that. And it felt so alien. And I had so much fun like doing that, like leading up to them, like leading up to me asking them for space. I was making so much fun of them. I was taking like digs at them. I was making side comments. I was being so petty because I was like, like y'all are pissing me off. And so I'm going to be petty now. And it was kind of funny, but also I was like, mm, okay, I feel like I'm like aggravating it a little bit more. So I just said it. I just, you know, my mom came into my room and she was like, Oh, you know, like, da, 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 da. and no, I was like, mm, you know what? I need some space from you. Please back away from me and leave my room and try not to talk to me for a couple of days. And so I did that. I sort of hung out on my own. Um, and even if i was around them like we we you know we we kept our distance uh both physically and i would say emotionally and i think that what this all points to is uh boundaries you know i feel like we haven't really explicitly talked about boundaries this season um but i want to talk about boundaries in this episode and me asking for space is a it's a boundary. It's a form of setting up a boundary. Um, and if I think about, you know, why it feels so radical to have done that this weekend, to have asked for space, um, it's because, you know, when we're growing up, like when we're teenagers or when we're like navigating, you know, any sort of stage in our lives, you you know, you don't have to just have gone through teenage years to, to, to realize this. But for the most part, we spend so many of our, you know, so much of our life without boundaries, right? Like we we don't really learn how to set boundaries. And especially when you're a teenager, you haven't learned how to set boundaries. And so it can feel overwhelming to constantly be in, Uh, relation to people right like it can be so overwhelming to constantly be giving and um, you know showing up for people without a sense of boundaries and um, i feel like what we do is we we grant so much open access to other people um, and and what that access does is it depletes us right it leaves us feeling really empty Um, if you think about how much energy you're giving out Uh, you have to think, you have to, you know, if you're giving your energy out to everybody else and your reservoir is running empty, there's nothing left for you at the end of any event. But what happens is we we think that the access that we've allowed to people um, can happen forever, right? So perhaps you were the kind of person um, who was able to give and give and give for many years, and all of a sudden you get to this point in your life where you're like, I can't do that anymore. You know the way that I was able to show up for people in the past and the way that I was able to give to them in the past is not necessarily how I can doing can move forward, right? Like I can't do that anymore. And that's how I'm feeling right now in in this stage of my life is that the way that I was able to show up for people or you know the access that I was able to grant the, to them um, it has really shifted, it's really changed, it's become a lot more limited. Um, and then having to vocalize that and to to really say like, hey, I need some space or um, setting a boundary and, you know, like telling either like my extended family or friends, um, like exactly how I feel. Uh, it's been really hard. It's been really, really hard. And I think the reason it's been hard is because it's directly um, against, I guess, our... It's just it doesn't feel aligned right in a way like there's one part of it that feels super aligned because it's what I need, like setting a boundary, asking for space, taking some time to myself and sort of disappearing for a little bit. Um, In other words, like literally like fucking off feels super aligned because it's what I truly want but it also doesn't feel aligned because it's not necessarily, um, it doesn't match up with the kind of person that I have been for the last few years. Right. It's definitely not who I have been for the last decade since I was 15, since I was 15, I would show up for everybody. I would go out of my way to do everything for everyone. Um, and really be able to put a lot of time, energy, uh, into, into like fostering that relationship or helping them do whatever they wanted to do. But, these days I can't do that anymore. Right. And so the fact that I'm not able to show up in the way that I was able to in the past has also made me feel really, really guilty. Like I'm just such a different version of myself right now, but I feel guilty that I can't show up for all those people in my life. Um, you know, even though asking my parents for space felt really radical, it also made me feel really, really guilty because I was like, "Mm -hmm." like, I'm asking my mom and dad, the people who gave birth to me, brought me into this earth and put a roof over my head and pay for my car insurance to, for space? Like I'm such a brat for that, you know? So I felt really guilty. Um, But I've also felt guilty because I feel like, yeah, I'm not able to show up in the same way for the people I love, you know, beyond just my parents and beyond just the people that live in my house. I feel like I'm not necessarily able to show up for them in the same way. You know, I'm not able to show up for my girlfriends in the same way, for my cousins in the same way, for my friends in the same way. Um, And it's been really hard on me And I think I've been internalizing that there's something wrong with me and that perhaps, you know, this and like straight up like this, this little miss perfect, uh, you know, um, understanding that I have of myself that I can do everything. And, you know, nothing will nothing will fall through the cracks um, has really made me feel really guilty, you know, Um, and, and that I feel like, okay, I'm not that I'm not like the version of me that I thought I was. But at the end of the day, like when people are pissing us off, they are treating us sideways, they are, you know, um, impacting us negatively, and they're and they're having such an such a profound impact on our mental health. We do have to set boundaries with them, right? We have to teach ourselves that we need to be the ones, um, who get to decide how much or how little we give and how much we receive right and we're the ones that have to draw that invisible fence around um what our relationship uh, limits and capacities are and I also feel like we get to decide at the at the like you know like at the core of all of it who you choose to interact with who you choose to spend your comings and goings with and who you get to have in your life and who you, whose life you get to be in um, is a boundary that you get to set, right? I feel like you come to this age in your mid twenties, and it's probably the first time, perhaps, that you've been able to decide actively um, who gets to be in your life and who doesn't get to be in your life, aside from you know perhaps the relationships that our parents have carried over, or you know the relations that relationships that we're connected to because our parents are connected to them. You know whether this is extended family or your cousins um you know you get to st- all of a sudden decide whether you get to be in these people's lives or not and i know that sounds like no i don't get to decide like no i still don't get to decide but that's true like we have a choice right me now at 25 for the first time in my life i have a choice i get to decide mm-hmm which of the extended family members and which of the cousins I actually want to keep up with and keep in touch with. Right. And, um, that's not to be negative at all, but it's just to say that we get to decide. Now I get to decide now as this 25 year old version of Harpo, um, who gets to be in my life, right. And how much access they have to me in my life. And the reason that, you know, I'm anchoring this conversation in our teenage years is because when we are so young when we're 14 15 you know we're, we're 17 18 our minds haven't developed enough and our emotional capacity and our emo- emotional intellect hasn't developed as far enough and as expansive enough yet for us to really feel empowered to make that make that call right to make those shots to really anchor into who is allowed in our life and who isn't, right? We still do a lot of things for the sake of other people and not even for like, not just our our family, but like our friends too. You might remember being friends with people just because they were friends with everybody else or because someone in your life was friends with them, right? There's so many people that, you know, I think like, you know, like for myself, have been in big friend groups, you know, for for a large portion of their life. And it's like, well, I'm just friends with so-and-so because, you know, my really good friend is friends with them. Um, And yet this person might not actually be compatible with you. You might not actually want them in your life. And yet you just kind of keep them around because you don't have a sense of whether you truly want them in your life or not. And because perhaps that bridge person in between you, um, is really, uh, is really important to you. And so you might not have boundaries around how much they have access to you, how much access they have to your life, but really you get to anchor into again, who gets to be in your life? Who doesn't? You know, there are people in my life who literally raised me, who uh, participated a lot in my childhood, who are not in my life anymore. And it's because a pattern of disrespect has has continued um, or they're not in my life anymore because I don't think that they honor me in the same way. And, you know, perhaps the people around me are still engaging with them, still showing up for them and with them and vice versa. And I I feel like having to make the call to remove them from my life felt really scary and it felt really bold to take space from them. Um, And it was like terrifying to say like, okay, this person had such a big part in my life before up until this point. um, But, you know, I'm going to start honoring that voice inside my heart that says that this person isn't good for me. Right and like when people truly are pissing us off so much so that we're constantly feeling bad about ourselves we're feeling low about ourselves or we're not necessarily looking forward to seeing them that's our intuition screaming that they shouldn't be in our life right and again it's so terrifying to to imagine a life without these people or to imagine a life with new boundaries in place where key, that where those boundaries help keep those people at arm's length as opposed to like in your circle, in your space. It's terrifying to do that because A, we might not have been empowered enough to do that in the past. And B, we might think that there's something wrong with us or that we're internalizing that, you know, perhaps like we've changed so much that we might not even be able to recognize ourselves. But all of that is okay, right? All of that is all okay. I think that the most important boundary that we have to set is the one with ourselves right? Like even, even having a boundary with yourself to say that I'm not going to engage with people that do not have my best interest in mind. And I am going to draw a line in the sand between that person and this person and myself. That, that boundary that you have to have with yourself, it takes so much discipline and it takes so much self-love, which a lot of us don't necessarily think about as self-love. Like, but setting a boundary is a form of self-love. Truly, it's a radical form of self love because setting that boundary means that you're allowed to have more space to yourself, right? In cultivating space between you and somebody else, you're actually cultivating space for yourself. You're allowing more room for you to spread out and express your own self and your own relationship with yourself, right? So that boundary with yourself is just as important as boundaries with other people, if not more important. Boundaries with other people are important, yes, but that boundary that you set with yourself, you know, that that makes sure that you're not dishonoring yourself anymore. That makes sure that you're not selling yourself out anymore and you're not spending time with people that piss you off anymore, you know, like that is radical, And so, you know, as as uh, radical as it felt for me to ask for space um, from my parents in that moment, um, I think what it did is it really allowed us all to kind of take a step back and you know see one another with compassion and understanding and not be so caught up in the x y and z of what actually happened like we got to take some time apart and spend time with the feelings of whatever had happened um you know even though i had i'm the one who asked for space and i'm the one who needed space i'm sure in that time apart my parents also came to terms with why i needed space like they were able to understand perhaps why their why their kid needed space in the first place you know And I've done that before where I've actually granted space to somebody who I could tell was agitated or frustrated. I could tell that this person was going through a lot in their mind and that their heart was really, you know, torn. Um, And even though they felt like asking me for space meant um, creating distance between us or asking me for space might have meant that perhaps that they didn't they didn't want to be in my life anymore. Um, I ended up granting this person space, you know, and it felt like an act of love as well to say, I think you should take some space for me, right? A, what it does is it reinforces that, okay, like space can be love and space can be a beautiful time for you to get sure on what it is that you actually want and don't want. But that B, that space can reinforce that you're so secure and confident in yourself that time apart doesn't actually impact your relationship and it doesn't actually um, mean that there's anything wrong with you or that there's a shortcoming in your relationship space can just be space you know it's just space to figure it all out and so to all the people that have been pissing me off after the space i realized that i do love you still and i'm sure you love me too but Often we just do some things. We just do some sideways shit that pisses each other off. And I think one thing that really, really, really helps me move through the world, a more compassionate, understanding person and a more grounded person in who I am. You know, yes, boundaries are important. Yes, space is important. But what really helps me the most, and I wish I knew this when I was younger, I wish I knew this when I was 14, 15, and also even like 21, 22, I wish I knew this even a year ago, Is that when people are like, like straight up, like not even when people are like straight up, people are so caught up in their own bullshit. They're so caught up in their own shit that whatever they're doing and thinking and feeling usually has nothing to do with you. Like you just need to know that, that it actually doesn't have anything to do with you. It has so much to do with themselves and what they're going through and what they've been through and what they're experiencing, what they're thinking, they're feeling. It has so much to do with all of that, that it really sometimes doesn't even have anything to do with you. And so if you remind yourself that, that yeah, this has nothing to do with me and that it's not an ish me, it's an ish you, I promise you're cruising a lot more smoothly in life.